0: Hey! M-A. Main menu. M-A. Main menu. Main menu. Main menu. Main menu.
1: Welcome to Main menu. for the week of October twenty second to October twenty 2015. I'm your host David Tanner and it is a pleasure for you to be with us today here on Main Menu. We hope you have had an enjoyable week this past week. We've had quite a nice fall actually around where we are and I hope that you have where you are. We have a very very full show today. As you know last week we had Dan Clark from the training department of Freedom Scientific on and went over quite a few of the new features in JAWS 17 and we have gotten permission from accessibleworld.org to air a presentation done this past Monday evening on Tech Talk by Eric Damery, Vice President of Blindness Products for Freedom Scientific that Eric did for them and there are some additional information and features in the new JAWS 17 that Eric introduced there. And with the permission of the folks at Accessible World, we are airing that entire program here for you tonight on Main Menu and hope you uh, will get a lot of additional information about what's coming up in JAWS 17 that will be released next week. And uh, we will mention to you very quickly that JAWS 17 Beta 3... Public Beta 3 came out on the 21st of October so if you want to take a look at that last-minute beta before the actual release it has been available since the 21st of October out on the Freedom Scientific main web page you can get to the link for the beta and so you may want to go and take a look at that and download that and install that on your computer about the only other thing that we wanted to mention to you as far as new releases is if you haven't realized and heard that the bard mobile app for the library uh, is available now on the ios store and so you may want to jump out there and grab that there are a number of things that have changed have Some things have been fixed. Some bugs have been squashed and so forth. And it's looking really good. And you may want to jump out there and get that if you're a BARD user. And want to mention to you that next week on Main Menu, we will be having some information about new things changing at Main Menu and a bit of a Halloween holiday show. You may want to show up for that and um, take a howl with us. And let's get on now into today's presentation. This original presentation was right at an hour. We've had to do a bit of compressing. We hope that you won't hear any negative results of that. And we have tried to not edit anything out of the presentation as we received it from Accessible World, but just simply make it a little bit shorter uh, to fit in our airtime here on main menu.
2: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Robert Acosta speaking, chair of AccessibleWorld.org. We are in the Pat Price Tech Talk training room of Accessible World. The date is Monday, October 19, 2015. I seem to be saying this often, but we have all, with many speakers, we have a long and great history with them, and we, have, we welcome another dear friend of Accessible World to us tonight to speak to us. JAWS for Windows 17, scheduled to release on or about October 29th, introduces a new solution for browsing called Smart Navigation and the ability to script JAWS for web pages now. Today and in the future, users will be faced with the increased need to work with complex web forms, tables, and even applications that run inside of a web browser. This will impact your day-to-day interactions with services online such as banking and shopping in addition to many web apps found in both companies and government agencies. For instance, Internet Explorer can be used to log onto a Microsoft SharePoint server to collaborate with other coworkers and create and store documents. The new Smart Navigation feature, along with new scripting functions designed, make it more efficient. Using Smart Navigation when navigating web-based applications with the virtual cursor, as the left and right arrow or... Um, CTRL left and CTRL right arrow commands move by control instead of character and word. This makes navigation such as moving across um, toolbars, tab strips, and navigation links more like navigating around a desktop application. Pressing the say character, say word, or say line commands twice quickly changes to the traditional navigation by character, word, line, sentence, and paragraph so you can review the text of the control. Smart navigation resumes when you press escape or move to a different control by pressing up or down arrow or tab. Eric Damery will discuss this new functionality and all the other key changes coming in the initial release of JAWS 17 later this month. Ladies and gentlemen, it is truly my great privilege and honor at this time to introduce a very good friend to us all, Eric Demery. Eric, the microphone is yours, and welcome to Tech Talk.
0: Well, thank you, Bob, and uh, thanks for that great introduction. I was uh, thinking tonight before I uh, dialed in here to... Uh, how many times we've done this, and I've kind of lost track, but I'm guessing we're seven, eight, nine, something like that. It seems like uh, you and I communicate each year about this time, and it always seems to be around baseball time. Um, unfortunately, my beloved Sox didn't make it, but uh, there's some great teams in the playoffs. I hope everybody's uh, enjoying the uh, divisional playoffs and now the uh, pennant race. And uh, I look forward to see what happens. I, I, I will tell you that I'm pulling for Kansas in the American League and the Cubs in the National League. We'll see what happens. The Mets are looking awful good. Enough about baseball, though. I want to give a plug before I get into uh, Jaws too much. I've, I met someone oh, just a few weeks ago, and uh I've got her tapped to talk with Jonathan, and I'm hoping we can get her on FSCast. And many of you may know of her. If you don't, you might want to check her website out, fascinating woman named Jennifer Rothschild. Um, And she has been a JAWS user now for a number of years. She lost her uh, vision when she was in school, uh, I think high school years. But she's a motivational speaker, an inspirational speaker, and she's just such a a pleasure to talk to. And she's not real technical, so you may not get her on Tech Talk, but uh, I asked Jonathan to reach out and talk to her and see if we can get her on the FSCast, and I, I think we'll probably have her, if not this month, probably next month. And if anyone is interested in just looking into who she is and a little more about her, she's been on... Dr. Phil and Billy Graham and um, Good Morning America. She's she's uh, quite a celebrity. Jennifer Rothschild, J E N N I F E R R O T H S C H I L D dot com. Jennifer dot com, and you can check her out. Fascinating woman. She happened to be a keynote at our local um, Pinellas. Lighthouse for the Blind annual fundraiser and um, she came down and she spoke at that and uh, I, when I found out she was gonna be there I, I happened to get myself an invite to it and then I found out she was a speaker and I found out she was a JAWS user and I got to meet her while she was there and she's a very interesting person. So Jennifer Rothschild. Um, JAWS 17 we are in public beta. We have been now, I think, since about the second week in September. We were a little bit late getting it out to public beta, but uh, I think we're back on track. Everything is looking good. Today is the 19th of October as we record this, uh, I believe on the 21st. That will be Wednesday this week, 10 a.m. Eastern time. We have a public beta 3 scheduled to hit, So if you would, please watch for that. This is an important one, folks. We don't have lots of changes in it, less than the other ones, but there are some significant changes. But what I really want to make sure is that uh, no final hiccups on getting it installed. And again, if you have trouble with the patch, um, many of us who have been doing this a while know I, I wouldn't necessarily try and figure out what's going wrong with the patch clean installations if everybody's got a a nice clean system they tend to work really well but for those of us who install a lot of different things and make a lot of changes sometimes the patch gets messed up I usually just download the full version right from the website and install right over top of what I have and if for whatever reason there was a hiccup if something wasn't working correctly uh, at that point please call technical support and let them know um, and let's make sure that we haven't missed something Now, uh, once public beta 3 posts and public beta 3, you can still run, even if you're not authorized to um, get JAWS 17. Uh, In other words, you've only got JAWS 16 authorization. Public beta 3 will still work for you. Once um, public beta 3 is up, we're going to have the release candidate. That should post, if all goes as scheduled, on as soon as October 29th. So we're looking at about a week from this coming Thursday. Um, For the final release, it is in our test department today. i got the official word. Test has it now, and they're starting the process of getting through that. The DVDs are being tested so that we can get those cranked uh, over to the production department and get the production started on those because we try to get the SMAs shipped out, starting the... Monday or Tuesday following the release day of the 29th so somewhere around the second third of November the SMA shipments will be on the way if you are anticipating an SMA shipment the DVD you should be watching for that to arrive by I would say November 10th or 12th if you haven't seen it by the 12th you might check with customer service but uh, my guess is most of them will be out and if for some reason something goes wrong and these dates slip a little bit, just add that on. So if we don't release on the 29th and it ends up being a week later, add a week to those dates and give us the time to get those DVDs out to you. Um, I'm very excited about this release as I am with each one that we do. Uh, I think we've got some new techniques and features in the product. We've made some significant changes and this time, maybe more so than the last few years, we've made some under the hood changes. We've continued to really uh, make some of those architectural changes inside of JAWS that are necessary to uh, make sure that we're capturing the error reporting correctly and make sure that we're uh, streamlining the product to make it more efficient, to make it faster, and uh, make it something that we can uh, upgrade in the future and localize correctly and get it out there. So these are all objectives of ours, and we've had you know, a lot of feedback in the past from people who say, you know, please don't uh, spend a lot of time adding a lot of new features maybe that we're not all using, but let's make sure that we continue to make the product stronger and faster. And I think 17 has taken a, a big step in that direction. Um, For those of you who have not run it yet, I think if you do a side-by-side comparison between 16 and 17, once you get 17 installed, you're going to notice some of that responsiveness, moving between applications, moving between controls, even within text. Um, I think we've made some great strides, and uh, people will appreciate that. And we've also made a tremendous amount of changes in the way... JAWS stores files and message files in particular, and this has really been for the localization effort. While I think this is much uh, a English speaking audience that I'm speaking to tonight, you must recognize that a large portion of the, the world out there, uh, and certainly a very large portion of the JAWS users in the world out there, speak other languages, and uh, you may have noticed that when we release now an English version of JAWS, simultaneously we release a German, Spanish, French, and French Canadian version of JAWS at the same time. We post them all at the same time now. And we're working hard at being able to increase that so we can start to include other languages uh, not only European, but even getting to Japanese and some of these other languages, um, outside of the European community. So, um, this is, this, these changes under the hood for localization purposes are very important. It helps, uh, in that process, it makes it much easier to get the localization work done and tested and verified. So, uh, hats off to the development team this year. They've done a good job. We haven't finished the localization stuff yet next year we're going to be addressing some of the documentation side of it for the localization team and that'll help but uh, we think we found a good breakpoint here in getting that work done and it was a lot of work over the course of the summer and into September which is why we were a little late getting the, uh, the initial public beta out to make sure that we had it right and that people wouldn't have to uninstall and remove it and install a new one when we got the final release out so everything is good. Um, Before I talk about smart navigation and some of the other features in 17, I also wanted to touch on authorization and the product types. Some of the changes that have been going on in the past year or so, which have uh, impacted many of you, and if it hasn't yet, it may. Um, First of all, we introduced the 90-day license into JAWS um, last year and that's also been included now for our Magic 13 release. So this is really not necessarily for users out there that all of you who have a license today, but there are lots of web testers and companies who wanna make sure that their software Uh, works in conjunction with the JAWS screen reader correctly, or their web page is doing what it's supposed to do as far as accessibility goes, and a lot of times they want to test it against JAWS. So we introduced this 90-day solution for companies. It's been very well received. We're getting inundated by requests from companies to to get this product in particular. And if you are speaking with someone, you can direct them to the um, internet store shop Uh, Link on the homepage of Freedom Scientific under JAWS for Windows, they'll find a reference there of the 90-day license. It's a pretty good deal for uh, the 179 in the U.S. They get a 90-day license that will, once installed on the computer, authorize JAWS and Magic to run for that 90-day period. It does come with three keys, so if the tester or the developer have several different machines, they can install a key on each and use it on each of those machines, and it will run from uh, the date of the first key installation up to 90 days. If they choose to buy another one they can come back and get a new code and they'll uh, put that in and they'll get a fresh 90 days from it. Um, In addition to the 90 day license we made a significant change last year which I hope many of you have taken advantage of and I know those of you who I see at trade shows and and places like that everybody seems to have gotten the word on this but we changed professional uh, and standard professional and home edition and the home edition version works in the pro operating systems so the idea behind home edition is if you're using it on your personal equipment it's not being installed at work or at school it's only going on equipment that you own and that you use in your personal life then a home edition license is uh, uh, perfectly acceptable and what we would hope you would take advantage of Uh, You won't lose any functionality, it will still work with all the OS's just as the Pro version does. Um, Many people have made the transition, so for those of you who maybe have not, let me explain how this works. If you are still having a Pro license and you think, based on what I just said, a home edition would work, you can contact the customer service department, make sure you're uh, up to date in the system as far as who you are, your address and all of that and they'll look up your record, they'll look up your serial number, and if we can switch you over to Home Edition, it will lower the cost of the SMA. So for 60 bucks a year, uh, you can maintain that license, and I encourage you to uh, go that direction if you're not using it at work. And finally, we introduced something last year that we started to roll out in some of the big organizations that have JAWS licenses and we expanded it. And it's something called our Home Use Program. So I mentioned the Home Edition license. The Home Use Program is uh, something that's a little different. Um, Many of you may have heard of the Microsoft Use at Home program. And if you ever Google Microsoft Use at Home, it'll take you to a webpage where you can see what this is. Essentially, if you work at a big organization, a big company that uses Microsoft Office and owns Microsoft products at some level, certain level, I'm not sure what it is, but they oftentimes entitle the employees of that organization to be able to use Microsoft Office at Home for as low as $9.95. So the idea is you go to this website, you type in your work email address, and if your company qualifies... You can then purchase Microsoft Office right there for $9.95, and it's a pretty darn good deal. So we issued this option out, the home use program of Freedom Scientific products, and we started with the Social Security Administration in the US, which is the largest employer of uh, JAWS and Magic users um, anywhere in the world. There's an awful lot of users that work within that organization that have access to our product and we issued the home use program for them, and the way it worked was if they didn't already have a license at home, they were entitled to purchase a home edition license for, instead of $895, they could get it for $75. If they wanted a magic license, they could get it for 50 I think open book was $75, and hardware products were 20% off. And then the SMA, instead of being 120 a year, would be 100 a year. So basically for 50 bucks a year, they could maintain it. So it's a great program. Um, lots of employees within the Social Security Administration took advantage of it. And uh, with, the, with the overwhelming response, we started to roll this out to other organizations. And we're in the process now of getting many of the state agencies and organizations like American Printing House, Uh, I know that the uh, NFB organization out of Baltimore, the headquarters, uh, they're signed up in the program and many of the state agencies and um, nonprofit organizations that employ quite a few people are getting signed up for this. And those employees are able to get that same program that the Social Security employees could get for those prices. We also expanded that program. In celebration of the 75th anniversary at NFB, and lots of people took advantage of it at the NFB convention last summer. Um, we, as a matter of fact, I apologize if any of you were at that convention and signed up for it. It took us so long; it took us about a month to catch up and process all the orders. We were just inundated and overwhelmed with the response. So we'll look at other opportunities to keep doing that. If you work for an organization and your organization has a a jaws a big jaws license now. If they're current, um, and I think it's a license over 10 seats, uh, make sure that you get in touch with Freedom Scientific and ask us to talk to them or or talk to them and ask them to call us and find out how we can get your organization to participate in that program so you can get lower prices at home to the program. If there's more questions at the end tonight, I I, uh, will stick around. I try to hang out until at least nine or a little after. Uh, Eastern Time and I can answer more questions on that. I'm going to pause real quick and just make sure that I'm coming through good and there's uh, any questions that I'm going to get into Smart Navigation in 17.
2: You are coming through and Eric, I take it you want to take a couple of questions here? Is that correct? Um...
0: I think it would be best if I... Let's talk about smart navigation a little bit. Um, I want to talk a little more about some of these things coming in 17. I'll try and get through this uh, in 15 minutes or so, and then we'll open it up for questions for a half hour or a little more. Is that okay? It sounds perfectly fine. Okay, so smart navigation. Now, this came as a result of one of the other features and that was we want to be able to start scripting uh, web applications so we want to be able to start writing scripts for the web for domain specific web pages because those of you who are working you will start to find that your company is going to create these applications that run on the on the internet and while they may in many cases look like a traditional application Um, that you've run installed on your computer they will not really behave that way. The menu systems won't work the same Uh, I say the same, they won't behave and work that way if you're using a keyboard. If you're using a mouse it'll still look the same and you'll be able to click on things the way you clicked on that desktop application but if you're used to using keystrokes to navigate it becomes much more cumbersome. So the idea is Uh, And I'll give you a a simple for instance, and I think this one makes a lot of sense to me. It helped me understand this better. In an application like Microsoft Word, or in an application like Notepad, let's bring it down to its bare, uh, um, a simple application, you, remember, you hit the Alt key in Notepad and you hear it say Menu Bar File, so you land on a horizontal line, which is a menu bar, and as you right and left arrow rather than moving by character you're moving by element so it moves from file to edit to view to to options or whatever it might be over towards help so you're moving an element at a time as you move with the arrow key rather than by word and as you open up a menu system and read through a menu system again it will Instead of moving by character, it'll move by element. If there's a menu, right arrow doesn't move by character, it opens the submenu for you, and you can get through that quickly. Um, so Smart Navigation brings that to the internet applications. And we turn the Smart Navigation on so that you could use it everywhere in web, in web pages and not only where they script it. Um, And so I tried to give a good example of this on our What's New page on the the website. If you haven't seen this, uh, please go to the homepage of Freedom Scientific, and if you click on the uh, information about the JAWS 17 public beta, you'll find a link on there to a form that's on the web. And you can experiment with that form, and I encourage you to try this with JAWS 16 and then try it with JAWS 17 with Smart Navigation turned on and you will see differences and let me just describe this to you as you move through this particular form that we've given you access to which is much like any form that you would see on a banking site or anywhere where you might have to fill out information things are presented to you like your name has to be filled out and they'll put first name with an edit field next to it and then to the right of it you'll see middle initial with an edit field and to the right of that uh, last name and an edit field. Now as you move through this with JAWS 16 or 17 without Smart Navigation turned on, as you down arrow you will first move, uh, because we put everything uh, in in a kind of a column for you, as you down arrow you'll hit first name, the prompt, the next down arrow will hit the edit field The next down arrow will hit middle initial, the next down arrow in edit field, and so on. Um, With smart navigation, it is going to give you the information as it's presented on the screen, as, as the web author designed it, because they group things together on the same line that would go together. So as with smart navigation turned on, as you move down, you'll hear it say, first name, edit, middle initial, edit, last name, edit. So you get all three of those pieces of information on one down arrow. Now, if you have already filled out first name, middle initial, last name, that's great. You can press one down arrow and you're going to go past all three of those because they're all on the same line and you move to the next field, which is much more efficient to get through and review these things and if you know where you're going you can get there faster. If you haven't filled them out yet and you wanted to interact with each of those controls, there's several ways to do it. You can, while you're on first name, because you're on the F of first name, you can press right arrow and you'll land in the edit field. And if auto forms mode is turned on, you'll instantly go into forms mode. Um, I personally recommend that if you're going to use this smart navigation, that you switch the auto forms mode to either semi-automatic or manual forms mode. And these options to, to change this now are in the startup wizard. If you run the startup wizard from the help menu in JAWS, you can, you can walk through several things that you can change within JAWS. And two of them will be now smart navigation. You can turn it on and you can turn auto forms mode or semi-automatic or manual. So I recommend semi-automatic, try that. So that means when you move to that edit field, it doesn't go into forms mode. If you want it to, you'd have to press enter. Alternatively, you can press right arrow and you'll go to middle initial. Right arrow will take you to the next edit. At any time, if you press down arrow, of course you'd go right past the whole line and go to the next one. Now, if you don't want to move across with the right arrow because you already heard what's there and you just want to fill it out, when you're on first name, you can just press enter and you'll be in the first name edit field and you can type in the information or while you're on first name you could have just pressed tab and you would land in the edit field and if you were in um, semi-automatic or automatic forms mode you would land right in forms mode so you can fill this stuff out and then and then you can hit escape to come back out of forms mode and hit down arrow uh, to move beyond the controls so I hope this makes sense, I'm trying, to, I'm trying not to make it over complicated and if you experiment in this particular form that we presented to you, I think you'll start to get the hang of it. Um, some places it may work better than others, um, but I think in general you'll find it works really well and we offer the opportunity that if you want to turn it on and then find some particular website where it may not work so well you can turn it off in the Settings Center domain-specific so you can teach JAWS that whenever you land on this particular domain, let's say you use uh, Outlook Web Mail and you prefer not to use Smart Navigation there, you can, while you're in Outlook Web Mail, bring up the Settings Center. You can uh, shift-tab up to the list of files where it it wants to allow you to make modifications in the settings center based on usually an application but if you go to the very top of the list and come down one or or maybe on the top i think you have to come down one you'll find it gives the url that you're sitting on at the moment that domain and then you can tab forward and just make those changes for that domain and you can tell smart navigation to be off if you get a little confused on this one please go back and read the help on the what's new section It will walk you through the process to be able to do that. But I I think smart navigation is, uh, once you get the hang of it, you'll really appreciate it. It's uh, uh, I've, I've talked to people who have described this to be, they find it to be a little bit more like the way they're navigating on their phone, in some cases where they're moving by element with swipes. So you're able to move kind of by element as you move by arrow, especially when you get into a table situation. So let me talk about that as you move into a table with jaws traditionally you'd move down arrow down arrow down arrow would take you a cell at a time and, and then the right arrow you could move within the cell with smart nav uh, excuse me you would you would use control alt and the arrow keys you'd move by cell right or up and down with this smart navigation when you move into the table now you can just move right arrow, right arrow, right arrow to walk across each cell on the table and if you hit a down arrow, it will take you down to the next row. And for those of you who haven't seen yet, you'll, you will see in this next public beta 3 build that comes out, if you're moving across a table and you reach the end of the row on a table and hit right arrow again to go to a new row, you'll hear a, I believe it's a descending sound to give you the indication that you've switched to rows and if you move back to the left and move to a a prior row, you would hear an ascending sound, so you'll be able to kind of keep control of where you are on the table as you're navigating, it'll make it a little more comfortable, but it's nice to not have to hold down the control and the alt key as you're navigating within the table. And then at any time, if you want to interact with that table and the, the contents of the particular cell that you're sitting on, you can simply hit the Uh, say character key twice quickly or the say word key twice quickly and it will put you into traditional navigation mode and then you can navigate around within that cell with the arrow keys for letters and say word and prior word um, to get through the contents of the cell. Now also in public beta 3 something that the audience tonight listening hasn't seen yet will be a command insert X which will allow you to toggle between smart navigation and traditional uh, simple navigation, we'll call it, um, without having to go into the setting center or even quick navigation or quick setting keys. uh, You can use insert X to toggle between the two, but I will warn you that if you're within a table and you start to toggle, your virtual cursor location Mm -hmm. will not stay in sync. It'll refresh the page, it'll rewrite the virtual buffer, and you may not be in the exact same location as you thought you were. But uh, if you do find a web page and you decide that the Smart Navigation isn't working, you can just insert X out of Smart Navigation, go to the top of the page, and you'll be back walking through it in the traditional fashion. And then when you go to a new domain, it'll go back to Smart Navigation if that's your default. And vice versa, if you haven't used Smart Navigation but you want to try it out, You can use insert X at any time on a domain, and you'll now be in smart navigation, set to controls and tables, and you can try that out. So watch for that in public beta three, insert X is the keystroke. Think of it like insert V allows you to toggle in and out of virtual mode. Insert X allows you to toggle in and out of smart navigation mode. So I hope that's clear. And there are several uh, choices in the uh, what's new that talk about scripting for web pages for those of you who write scripts make sure you've read the what's new it'll describe the new functions and we're working on putting up some sample um, uh, web content and a little better description for you to experiment around with but for those of you who write scripts i think if you read the functions and the description of those functions on the what's new page It'll make some sense, and you can start to uh, experiment around. It. You might want to take advantage of this on many websites that you use, and you'll see how it works. We specifically set it up for SharePoint and described it in there because there are many people in, the, uh, in government employment right now that are, are being forced into SharePoint, which is not very accessible, and this new scripting capability makes it much more functional. So I think uh, people will really enjoy that. A couple of, of uh, uh, the other changes that we've made that I wanted to touch on. One is we switched away from our traditional Freedom Scientific translation for Braille, and we've switched over to the Libloui Braille translation tables. Um, if you are using Unified English Braille or, uh, or not, if you're using the traditional, you'll now be able to use the LibLouis Braille translation tables that are included. You'll find this in the startup wizard. You can go in and change which one you're going to use, including which language the translation table you want to use, and you can set those up in the, smart, uh, in the uh, startup wizard to make it uh, a little easier to get access to that, um, those settings and change them on the fly so you can experiment with them. We, uh, One of the reasons we've made this transition is uh, with Unified English Braille coming in, it's still uh, changing quite a bit. The rules are being continually refined and we think that is where most of the effort is going to happen to make these changes. So if there are things that are still needing to get fixed, and we submit these to the um, group that's working on LibLouie, we can get those changes put in, and and we'll be able to take advantage of those as we do updates. So if you are aware of changes that need to be made that you still see as an issue, make sure you're reporting those in through our support channels. Give as much information as you can about it, and we'll make sure that we um, get that funnel to the proper people to get those changes made. Um, I also wanted to mention another change that, if you are using smart navigation, sometimes when you're moving through web content, you'll find that there are lines of text that you run across that have embedded links on them. And while traditionally uh, we always made sure a link started at the beginning of a line, so if there was a line of text with a link embedded in it, that link would always be on its own line so as you would down arrow you would always be able to find links. That was one of the advantages of doing it this way. As we've made this change for smart navigation there are going to be cases where links appear within the line that you've moved to and and by hitting down arrow you would miss that link perhaps. So what we've added is a small sound as you're moving through text. If, for some reason, you reach a line of text that has a link that is at least five characters or further in on the line, and it's going to be read within that line, but if you down arrow, you would miss it. We will give you a little sound as you hit the line to give you an indication that there is a link there. Uh, you might want to hear what that link is. Pressing enter on the beginning of the line will still activate the first link in the line, or you can hit um, right arrow to move right over to it. And then press enter on it. So watch for those sounds. If you hear them in text, you might notice that there is a link in the line. And again, the more you use it, the more comfortable you'll become with it, I hope. Uh, I think I will pause there. And I think, you know, people may bring up some questions about some of the other things that they've experienced and and worked with. And uh, I'll try and cover those as we go.
2: Very good. Boy, this is exciting. Uh, Seventeen. Uh, Ron, let's see. I think we all know again real quick, F8, uh, if you have a microphone, hit the letter Q uh, and enter. If you don't have a mic, F8, write your question and enter. Your name will pop up. Don't worry. So with that in mind, Ron, do we have any questions, please? Uh, yeah, looks like there's about
1: a dozen, actually. Uh, Roberta Nevels is first.
3: Yes, thank you. I'm enjoying this very much. Looking forward to 17. Um, somehow or another, I missed what you said it would cost uh, from going from professional to home version. I caught $60, but I'm, I'm, I must be wrong. So could you please clarify that?
0: Sure. Let me clarify. So if you have, let's say, you're at JAWS 16 professional today, and 17 is coming out, um, and a home edition license would, would be sufficient for you because you're only using your license on your own personal equipment. So, what I recommend you do, since you're on verse 16 and 17 is about to come out, you don't have an SMA currently, call uh, customer service or call your local dealer, whoever you work with, and let them know that uh, you, know, you, you happen to know on pretty good authority that JAWS 17 is going to release on or, on or about the 29th, and you would like to uh, take advantage of getting an SMA, but you would like to convert down to a home additional license. So there'll be no charge to switch you from professional to home, and then you would be able to buy the SMA for $120, which would get you $17 and 18 Now, if you wait until after $17 is released, if you're on $16, they're going to charge you with $120 for the upgrade to $17 and then give you an opportunity to buy the SMA for the next two for $120. So it's a big savings if you don't already have the SMA in place, please call the office and take advantage of it. There's about 10 days to go from the time of this recording until uh, 17 hits, and I want to make sure that you've got an opportunity to get the SMA in place. It's always going to grant you about a 50% discount. And again, if you're on professional, there's no cost to go back to a home edition. And in the future, if that license is then going to have to be used for a business, case, and you need to install it at a place of business, you can always come back and uh, upgrade it from uh, home Edition to professional. It just costs the difference between home and professional, so if that's several years from now, the savings in the SMA is probably worth it, uh, taking advantage of it. I hope that helps.
2: Okay, it certainly does. Ron, next question, please.
0: Okay, Mike is next. Hi, Eric. Um, I just want to say that uh i really enjoyed the uh webinar on the new features of jaws 17 and i like the way that uh, this new table deal works so you don't have to go into table layer or use the control alt method and i also just wanted to say that you know i really appreciate everything you guys are doing uh with with the product and i'm glad you put the uh, uh setting forms mode in to the startup wizard thanks once again Great. I appreciate it, Mike, and I hope uh, everyone will take advantage of it and give this a shot. I, I will point out the Smart Navigation is going to be off by default just because if we left it on, it would many users that who don't read anything and just install the new version, they would probably be really confused on the web and it would create support calls. So I look for all of you to help explain Smart Navigation. We've got to get the word out on it, and I hope that one day that we'll get everybody just switched over to this. And if I can uh, jump in in front of uh, you guys, the next one on the list is Jerry Hogan.
2: Okay, Jerry. We're not hearing you, Jerry. Write your question. Ron, next question, please.
0: Uh, Linda Pearson is next.
3: Yes. um, You talked about the ability to script web pages. Are you guys going to be doing that for some popular websites? And also, I am noticing some problems with the... UEB, who do I go about reporting those to? Do I use the bug report form, the beta report form, or something else?
0: Yes, please submit those uh, UEB issues on the beta report form and we make sure we capture those. Uh, we're compiling lists of uh, of those things to put uh, together and submit. And we've, we've, I know we've been getting some things adjusted right away, but others will take some time. As far as the scripting of web pages go, I think that uh, we'll tend to leave that to, for the time being, for the script writers who work within some of these organizations. But if there are particular websites where it'll make sense for us to change things, uh, and, and I'll just draw it, for instance, and, and this, isn't, this isn't necessarily the case, but let's say um, something could be improved upon in Facebook. If there was something we could do to script that and make it better, that would be one that we might try and address. We did do something for Facebook here uh, over the past uh, six months or so. It came out in JAWS 16 in the spring, I believe, so that um, they had introduced their own quick navigation keys, let's say. uh, So that, like, if you were on a, a news article and you wanted to like the news article, you could hit a... L, I believe it was, to be able to instantly just like it. And since L uh, conflicted with the JAWS quick navigation key for list, uh, we worked with Facebook to actually change this so that JAWS is looking at something in their web content, recognizing the fact that they have these keystrokes pre-assigned for things that they find that their users want to take advantage of. And so we relinquished those particular keys but don't have to relinquish all the keys. We only relinquish the ones that they would need. And uh, that was a case where we could just work directly with Facebook and get that corrected within JAWS for Windows. But in other cases, we may find that it will be better if we actually do some scripting to change stuff. So we haven't done any initially other than we've provided some information about SharePoint to be able to do that. And there will probably be other cases uh, in business applications where we'll take advantage of it.
2: Bob, Jerry, uh, I'm on... Okay. Uh, Jerry, I think that was you, and I'm sorry. We'll give you a shot at it. Your mic's not too good. Let's try. Okay. I changed computer. So, uh, Eric, I want to ask you a question. Um,
0: being a veteran and a veteran, uh, uh, one of your big customers, some, some of us users like to uh, buy our, our own SMA. Do you think that some uh, that are veteran Sarah that, that like to get our own SMA, can we purchase it at the discount price? So, I'm not sure I got the question, but Jerry, first of all, congratulations and, and thank you for your service to the country. My dad was a veteran and I was a veteran as well, uh, so appreciate your service. Um, the traditional SMA pricing is still available and what I ask you to do if you're not sure, uh, please call the office, tell them you listen to me on Tech Talk, tell them that you just want to understand what the best opportunities for you if you're a veteran, if you're not trying to work, and you're using your product at home, uh, tell them that you're interested in finding out what the best possible pricing is that's available, and I'm sure that they'll steer you in the right direction.
2: Very good. Next question, Ron, please. Uh, Bobby Vinton is next. Hi, Eric. This is uh, Bobby Vinton. Okay, back away, Bobby. Let's try it again. Hello, Eric. This is uh, Bobby Vinton. Um, One of my questions... Yeah, one of
3: my questions is, um, will the beta expire if I keep using the beta?
0: Um, that's a great question, Bobby, and yes, it will. I'm not sure what the date is for the expiration. We try and drag it out for a little while, but at some point, all of a sudden, it just stops working, and you're going to end up in a, in a predicament um, because it'll be there and it won't run and it'll be more, a little more difficult to uninstall. Um, what I do encourage you to do if you want to keep running JAWS 17 and you don't have a license for it, update it and you'll be in 40-minute demo mode uh, and you're better off running in that state because then at least it won't time out on you you won't get stuck one day.
2: Very sound advice. Okay, next question, uh, Ron, please. Uh, Pat Seed is next.
3: Hi, Eric. Thank you for a wonderful presentation and for wonderful products. I've been using them since about the 80s. I think I started with JAWS 2.31 or something like that. Um, Unfortunately, I still am using Windows XP. And so I am wondering that um, I have qualified for computer equipment, but I'm wondering um, while all that is going on. um, And I won't be able to switch. Um, Every computer that I have, I have a lot of um, older computers that I use in my volunteering. Um, Will JAWS 17 run with um, XP? Um, And I do have one other question, if I might. It's not about JAWS, but I have a messed up, I received a messed up um, Focus 40 Blue manual in Braille. And I've been trying to solve the problem and cannot. Um, What can I do?
0: Well, Pat, let me, uh, I'm going to take them in reverse order if I can. On the Braille manual, I'm not certain. If you will send me an email, edamery at freedomscientific.com. Remind me that we spoke this evening. Tell me what the issue is with the Focus Braille manual, and I will forward it on and make sure I try and get it in the hands of somebody who can answer it, probably Ron Miller, to see if he can follow up with customer service. Um, and as far as XP goes, um, we discontinued, I believe it was starting with 16, installing on XP. So if you have a JAWS license today, and if you still have XP machines, the last version allowed that will install will be JAWS 15. Now. You can go to the JAWS downloads page on our website and find the archive to the prior version so you'll always be able to get 15 and install it on those XP machines. But unfortunately, time has moved on. Technology is changing, and the XP technology, which was back from 2000, 2001, 2002 timeframe, um, we've had to get away from We had to pull that code out to, uh, to try and... Uh, get to some of the more um, current technologies that we're using to try and hook into and so Windows 7 support I would anticipate will still be around for the next five to seven years probably Um, so if you have a Windows 7 computer I wouldn't necessarily think you have to run from that but if you've gone on to Windows 8 and Windows 10 that's where the primary development is happening today and then finally I just want to comment You mentioned JAWS 2.31 from the 80s, so JAWS 2.31, I think, came out. It was a DOS product, and I think it was released around 1993, about the time I came into the business. That's how I remember. I think that was the last DOS version we had. Okay. Ron, next question, please. Uh, Joseph Lee is next. Uh, Hi, Eric. First of all, congratulations on on the JAWS 17 release, and I'm really impressed with the touch screen support improvements in JAWS 17. I'm sure other screen reader developers like myself will be happy to collaborate and learn from you. As a former developer maintainer of the UEB tables for Liblui, I'd like to ask... um, is we have we have users who have UEB problems, such as wrong symbols being announced. I do know that Michael Gray from APH is working on UEB at the moment, and i helped out with UEB tables for a couple of years now. So I do know what the UEB table structure is. Will it be possible uh, for Freedom Scientific, if they may, developers to contribute patches to LibLUI so that we can incorporate what you have changed into Louis' uh, UEP tables and other tables and perhaps give credit for some of these patches? Joseph, great question. And I think what I'd like to do is if you could drop me an email afterwards and um, I will certainly try to coordinate some of this. I think we have had some of these discussions and I think we're going to have to have some more. I'm not sure we're going to try and individually have our developers Work on the contributions, but what I'd like to do is set up a channel so that we can um, funnel the feedback that we get into one place, uh, uh, kind of uh, gather it up and document it the best we can, and then. Feed it directly to the LibLouis folks to let them make those modifications. I don't think we're going to go in, at least in the beginning now, and start making the modifications ourselves. But I want I want to make sure that we're able to capture this information because we certainly have a huge user base that I think we can uh, help to evolve that uh, quite a bit. And when I was at APH here not too long ago, that was one of the conversations uh, uh, Larry and I had discussed. Uh, making sure that we would be able to get those contributions set in, so we will try and do that. Thanks. Thanks. Okay, thank you. Next question, Ron,
2: please. Uh, Martin Nelson is next.
1: Yes, hi Eric. Uh, I was trying out the uh, the JAWS beta, in a, a menu pages that I use to look at restaurant menus, and I noticed that uh, when I arrowed down through the different um, food items, uh, JAWS kept saying the word "sell." Uh, which seem to be dis- distracting from trying to, uh, you know, follow what the uh, food items were. I was wondering if that's the way it's supposed to be, or was I doing something wrong, or exactly what was happening?
0: Martin, great question. Thank you for raising it. Um, so, Public Beta 3 will come out on Wednesday, and when you install that and go back to that menu page, you'll notice it doesn't say that. The reason it did say it, and it has until this point, is that as we were developing the smart navigation and we would move into a table, and that's what's happening. This menu system is in a table, which is uh, used for layout purposes. So while it doesn't necessarily feel like a table to you, uh, that's the way it's, it's behaving. And as you're moving from one cell to the next, we're telling you that you're in a cell so that you know that you're not moving by word. Um, if you're moving in a table that has lots of words within one cell, uh, it, sometimes it made more sense, but it, it got too confusing, so we eliminated that, and we no longer speak the word cell. For people who use Braille displays, you would know if you're in screen layout in this fashion, and you move to a, a line that is a, uh, a row of cells on a table, you would see contents of the cell separated by like a vertical bar so you know where the text of one cell ends and the next cell begins. And uh, that was kind of the theory here is that as you're moving around with your arrow keys you're going to have to know that you're reading text within a cell and we kept saying cell and it got to be too much so we've eliminated it. Thanks for bringing that up Martin. I forgot you'll probably see that mentioned in the what's new and the changes that'll come out this week. Um, And while I'm Still talking. Marsha, and I know I'm going to mess it up. Uh, Matchy, I believe, is next on the list.
2: Okay, Marsha, Matchy, go ahead.
3: Uh, Yes, Uh, one of the things that I've been getting, you know, I um, work as a uh, word processor, uh, transcriptionist, proofreader, this kind of thing. A lot of people are wanting me to install Yahoo Instant Messenger. And when I have tried to mess with it, it seems to be a mess to get from the name of the recipient, the potential recipient to where I can actually type the stuff in. Um, is there anything that is being done about that, or how does one tackle that particular
0: potential accessibility issue? Um, Marsha, that's a great question, and I don't have the answer to that one, but if you will send an email to me, edamery at freedomscientific.com, remind me of this conversation, tell me that you're being asked to use Yahoo Instant Messenger and you're struggling with it, and I will forward that on and try and get some communications going. We have a pretty good working relationship these days with the accessibility people at Yahoo. And we'll see if I can't uh, generate some conversations with them. As a matter of fact, at CSUN this year um, in California, I hope to have the Facebook people and the Yahoo people and whoever else we can get to come to our suite and do some joint presentations and talk about some of these things that users are doing. So this is a great topic. Please send that to me. And I know Bob's probably going to jump in. It's 8.59, and I'm going to stick around. And before I relinquish the mic, uh, Bob, I just want to note there's a couple of questions that were written. One from Nicole, will the vocalizer voices soon be able to download like JAWS in the updates, in the check for updates? I'm not sure that's going to happen, but in the next version of JAWS next year, we are working on something to be able to recognize what's been installed and help cue to you what might be available to you and give you an opportunity to get it. So we will try and make some improvements there. Another question was about support for the Logos Bible software. That one I'm not aware of. I don't know uh, anything personally about the Logos Bible software, so I can't speak to it. Another one was, should I do a clean install of Beta-3? The answer, Nicole, is no. You can just download and install the new Beta-3 right over um, Beta-2, and when the release comes out, you should be able to install the release right over Beta-3, and you'll be up and running and uh, off, off off to the races with the final release. And finally, Vicki Vaughn said, will there be any improvements for working with iTunes? iTunes is very popular, used by many of our users, and we're constantly trying to work on on uh, dealing with uh, any issues that come up with iTunes, and that could be a, a good place for some scripting in the future. I can't give you any specifics on it right now. I'll relinquish the mic, and uh, again, I will stick around for a while, Bob. Eric, on
2: behalf of accessible world and tech talk we want to thank you so very much for being here you're always on the cutting edge freedom scientific it's always exciting when you come and we thank you very much
1: well we do want to thank you for being with us this week here on main menu and hope you'll join us back here again Next week on Main Menu, you have a great week, and we'll see you soon here on Main Menu.